faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It's the final phase of the lie that baffles me the most. When the media and the Democrat Party perpetrate a major falsehood on the American people. And social media censors and cancels anyone who questions it. Why don't they just leave it for all time? Let the history books report that Hunter Biden's laptop really was Russian disinformation. That the virus came from a wet market. That Trump colluded with Russia and took money from them. That Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher by January 6th protesters who supported Trump. All major lies that have been pounded into us over and over. It's not the lying phase that baffles me. It's what comes next. The left always lets you know they got away with it. The media always lets you know they got away with it by correcting the record long after it matters and correcting it in ways that show they could have known with just a little bit of hustle that the lie they were telling was a lie. Every major political narrative the left and the media have used in recent years has collapsed exactly this way. It's as if they want you to know. It's as if they're proud of how clever they were. Destroying your social media accounts like that when you question them. As if they want you to understand the power. And I can imagine they sit around with their friends late at night and laugh about the latest one they pulled over on the American people. It's like they can't help it. It's like why you don't commit a crime in a group because somebody will ultimately always tell. They can't help it. They just want to gloat about what they got away with. That happened this week with Hunter Biden's laptop. The story at the time which now sounds like a wackadoodle conspiracy theory, was that it was actually Russian disinformation. Hunter hadn't left a laptop at that computer repair shop. No, 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 that was the Russians. This week, almost a year after the story broke, true to form, a Politico reporter named Ben Schreckinger published a book called The Bidens, Inside the First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power, in which he reported... And liberal Politico, kind of the town Oregon publication of Washington, treats this as a major bombshell. That, you know, it sure looks like those emails on Hunter Biden's laptop really were his. And so was the laptop. Now, anyone listening to talk radio knew that before the election. But Politico pretends and treats this like a breaking bombshell. Writing about the book... And it was written by one of their lying reporters, Ben Schreckinger. Quote, a person who had independent access to Hunter Biden's emails confirms two of the emails the Post published, talking about the New York Post, including one about a potential deal with China with the line 10 held by H for the big guy, that is Joe Biden, were real. Now, remember, the New York Post had its Twitter account yanked for daring to report what we now know is the truth. How can we know that email might have been real? Why, a former business partner of Hunter Biden confirmed it. Uh, yeah, I know. His name was Tony Bobolinsky. He was copied on the emails. He said they were real. He did entire press conferences that only Fox News covered and no one else heard about. This isn't new news. It's almost a year old. And yet the lying media treats it as if it's breaking. 
as if they could not have known. It is the classic final phase of the lie, where the left bizarrely corrects a record they could have left to the dustbin of history. It's no small thing that they admit this. By admitting that the email about the deal with the Chinese contained the line, 10 as in 10%, held by Hunter for the big guy, is a big deal because it's an admission of a crime. Or at a minimum, potentially an admission of a crime. Trump kids certainly would have been asked about it if there was a parallel situation. In fact, the astonishing thing about this admission is that there's now more evidence that the Bidens took money illegally and laundered it from the Russians and the Chinese, which is all contained on that laptop, than there is that there was ever any collusion between Trump or Russia, much less that money passed between them. Yet that story dominated the media for almost four years. I bring all this up to show you how very fake your world is and how they lie to you. Schreckinger, the author, even added that the emails released by the Swedish government also matched the emails from the laptop. Hunter had gotten into a kerfluffle when he was staying at the Swedish embassy building. And he breaks this like breaking news. Politico celebrates it as such. Their reporter, wow, what? Crack reporting here. Except the Swedish government angle had already been reported. Folks, this is a big deal. And it's a big deal because Hunter did not report any of this to the IRS. We know that because in his child custody battles with his baby mamas in the court, they forced him to disclose his tax returns because they were going after him for child support payments. We know what Hunter revealed to the IRS what he reported to the IRS, and we know what he didn't. That's why the FBI had to open a money laundering investigation into Hunter. It's a cover-up, really. They just leave it open and say they're looking. They had to open it because after the court case, it was clear he hadn't reported any of this to the IRS. That's classic felony-level money laundering. If Joe took the money, as it says, according to Hunter's own hand written in his emails, Joe is a felony-level money launderer as well. Anybody going to ask him about this, though? See, the lie always goes like that. Once they reveal the lie they have told, if the object of the lie, the one the left in the media, we're trying to protect, is still in power or needs to be, they'll never be asked about it. In this way, the media and the left insulate their own from criminal charges, from the consequences of their crimes. They do it right in front of the world, which leaves us here. This is how it is in this country. I was one of those who was jailed on social media for repeatedly repeating this story and posting links about it. The New York Post, which it turns out got it totally right before the election, they lost their Twitter account over it. But you know what this says? This says not that just that we're going to censor things that make the left look bad or they're might hurt their political fortunes. No, this says that in our society now, there is a rule as strong as any law. And it says this, nothing will be true unless the right people who work at the right places and know the right people, i.e. know all the right liberals and have the proper liberal credentials, until they say something is true, it is not true. It doesn't matter how many times you prove it. If you're not the right people, You are not allowed to speak it. I learned this the hard way. My YouTube account right now has two strikes. If I get a third one, it goes down. 
Both those strikes were for accurately reporting on the origins of the COVID virus. It came out of the Wuhan lab. The State Department's team of nonpartisan independent investigators was unequivocal about that. The only question they had left was whether it leaked or was let out on purpose. So when Politico reported that, I made the mistake of thinking I could too. And I uploaded two videos to YouTube quoting Politico. They took them down and gave me two strikes. Do you see how this works? I'm not the right people. So I'm not allowed to tell you the truth. Even for a little while after Politico does, because they are the right people. And in the same way, Hunter Biden's laptop and the very clear evidence of felony level money laundering by the Biden family cannot be spoken aloud or believed unless the right people are reporting it. And without shame of any kind, they come forward and report it in their in their, in their stories as if they're breaking news. They know they're not. This is the bizarre world we live in. I would be willing to bet a 10-year bet all the contents of my 401k double or nothing that one day I will do this podcast and I will tell you they have finally acknowledged that the COVID death figures were grossly inflated by 70 to 90 percent. That's because the PCR test returns false positives at that rate. I will report that only half the hospital deaths from COVID were ever real. That's already been in the Wall Street Journal, but you're still not allowed to widely acknowledge it. I'll report that the COVID vaccine was the most deadly ever inflicted on the American population and that the death toll was five figures. The injury toll in the hundreds of thousands, nothing like it ever seen before. All for a shot with declining efficacy that couldn't stop COVID on a society-wide level. They'll admit all of this. They'll wring their hands and pull their hair, and they'll demand to know how it could have happened. They'll even admit that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are incredibly effective for, te- for treating this disease. I've seen it in my own family. Those medications turned my sister's COVID around in 36 hours when she was struggling to breathe and keeping herself out of the hospital by using her allergy medicine and inhaling it through a nebulizer. They'll admit this, too. They'll wonder aloud on their television stations how we could have gotten it so wrong about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. It's what they're lying about now. And they will tell us after whatever period it is, they can no longer use COVID politically. They'll admit it all. They'll want you to know they got away with it. Just wait. And when you hear these stories break, wherever you are, however many years it is from now, remember me and that I told you and that I told you they'd correct the record too because they want you to know how much power you don't have, how much power they do. Practically a superpower to determine what the truth is. You know, my daughter asked me this weekend, she's just 13, if I ever have to run, Mom, if things are ever going, you know, south in the country, how will I know when to go? And I told her that up until the last minute before whatever you're running from occurs, they will lie to you and tell you it's not happening. If you wait until they admit what you suspect is true, you've waited too long. I left you to think about that. Here's a clip that'll make you think. That'll show you how deep and wide these lies go that our elites tell. I want to wrap today's podcast with this. A monstrous reminder of how deep 
and terrifyingly wide the lie is or was in the case of Hunter Biden's laptop. It wasn't just a lie the media made up, as ridiculous as it sounded. No, they were able to censor and punish people like me, people like the New York Post who told you the truth because of the collusion of 50 of our highest ranking intel agency members, including current and former heads of the FBI and the CIA. Remember, they all signed a letter saying Hunter Biden's laptop couldn't possibly be real. Social media used it as a justification to terrorize people like me who told you the truth, who asked questions at the time. These are the people who give the lie power, and they are all arrayed against us in the truth. This clip is from former director of national intelligence under Donald J. Trump, John Radcliffe. He's the former federal prosecutor for his district, an upstanding guy. He's on Maria Bartiromo talking about how extensive this lie was. As he says this, as he tells you about the letter, assuring us Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, keep in mind that not one of the people who signed this letter in our intel agencies had ever examined the Hunter Biden laptop. And yet they were willing to tell us what we now know was a lie, to disregard the laptop, that it was Russian disinformation, and even to blame Donald J. Trump for its existence. This is how crooked this class of individual is. And they control our entire intel apparatus, or they did. John Radcliffe, how does that happen? How do 50 officials say such a thing when you came here, you told us the truth? To have 50 former Obama, Clinton, Biden, national security officials come out after the director of national intelligence says that this is not true and promote a false narrative uh, to protect Joe Biden and try and influence the outcome of the election, you know, that is the definition of politicizing intelligence. And, and people ask me all the time about election in- interference and election influence. And yeah, we need to be concerned about Russia and China and Iran. But... There's no greater uh, expression of that than what you just saw there. A completely false narrative. The intelligence community knew that this was not Russian disinformation, and law enforcement knew that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. There was an open investigation into that, and yet those officials, uh, supported by a, you know a corporate media, ran a false narrative and misinformed the American people. The problem, Maria, is that with the exception of folks like you, very few people uh, out in the media have accurately reported Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, uh, and those issues that were important that would have framed uh, the outcome of the election. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.